Welcome back to another episode of Tuxedo Time, where we were tuxedos, and it is time. Podcast edition. What episode number is this? Well, it would have been, I don't know, 15. 15 15. and a half. Guys, you would not believe what just happened. We (laughs) just recorded for 45 minutes, and Chris did not hit record. What the fuck? What the fuck? One job. One job. You had one job. I hit record, but I must have double hit it. Anyway, no need to rub this in my face because... You're angry enough already? I'm angry enough already. What did we even talk about? What I don't is know. this podcast about? Yeah, so this is mostly relationship Q&A. Oh, okay. This has been the biggest stressor in our relationship all day. Uh, yeah, it has been. <laughs> okay, so first of all, I want to say... I just hit my mic. First of all, I want to say... This is our very first video podcast. It is. Some of you guys have been messaging us and asking us if we could do a video podcast. And for the longest time, we didn't do it. Well, actually, rewind. This Tuxedo Time segment started as like a kind of a podcast type format on our YouTube channel where we'd sit down in our jogging pants and kind of answer questions and talk to you guys casually. Um, It'd be like an uncut, not uncut, but like just a talking heads vlog yes but we felt that the format was just better suited for a podcast because what we found was we were trying to fit like all of this information into like a 12 or 15 minute video but we really could just talk for like an hour as you guys know if you listen to this podcast so that's why we started tuxedo time tuxedos are where we wear our jogging pants if you're brand new here or if you're watching on youtube for the very first time so anytime you watch this video podcast we will not look good we will be wearing sweatpants and looking unprofessional because that's the whole point of tuxedo time is to wear your sweatpants and look your shittiest i'm wearing my headphones over my hood (laughs) so now that you know um what's happening here that we're really flustered because we just recorded all of this and we're trying to remember what we said are we recording yes we're recording (laughs) oh for christ okay so yes so we we're starting the video podcast so we're episode we're 15 episodes in we have proven to ourselves now that we like the podcast, right? We like mm-hmm. doing the podcast. We've done the podcast. More so that we could keep up with it. We could keep up with the podcast. <laughs> so now we're adding 15 episodes later video to the podcast. So if you guys want to I feel like watch... like it's a game of Jenga. 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 <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh, well, we can tolerate this. We might as well Let's stack something one more else on, on top. top. <laughs> Let's make it a little bit harder for ourselves yeah. to keep up with it. Not only do we make it harder, but we have three cameras rolling right now. Why? Because... I want the option if you're talking on pick my nose to be able to cut Maybe we you. should have three audio angles because clearly I clearly, messed one up already. We should have had a definitely had like an extra mic. Look, honey, happy three year anniversary, okay? Happy yes, happy three year anniversary. Change the subject. Um before we change the subject, for those of you guys who are watching on YouTube, um, this is the setup that we've been using for fifteen episodes. Does it look oh, yeah. like what normal people use for podcasts? Negative. No. <laughs> because it's not. We're using video mics. This is a Video Mic Pro Plus, and yeah. that is a... Rode Video Micro. Yeah. Both of them are on friction arms attached to light stands, which are sandbagged behind the couch. Yeah, this is very, very um, grassroots, we'll call it. Yeah. I've actually ordered a brand new podcast setup, but everything is backordered, so... Because of COVID, probably. Because of COVID, yeah. yeah. If you guys are listening to this through your apps... Um, and you want to check us out on YouTube, we're the Tuxedo Time Podcast. It's linked in the show notes. You guys know where to find it, beckyandchris.com slash podcast. Every single thing we talk about in the podcast or reference is all linked there. Photos, video links, links, likes. <laughs> uh, 
things. looks all the things all the things are in the podcast but if you're watching us on youtube welcome and make sure you subscribe and if this is your first time well i hope you were in jogging pants <laughs> me too okay so it's our three-year anniversary happy anniversary so uh, it's well it's our three-year wedding anniversary right yes we've been together what like 17 and a half years 17 and a half years mm -hmm. i love how we're like trying to recap this podcast that we just spent 45 minutes recording and we're like talking super quick i know it's everybody's like, gonna <laughs> have to like play it on 0.25 times there you go yeah well we are fast talkers as it is at our baseline correct okay so it is our wedding anniversary so we thought that, that would be very appropriate to answer people's questions they had about our relationship we sent that call out like months ago now yeah a couple of episodes ago we asked you guys to send us audio messages through the anchor app um to ask us questions about our relationship and we got a couple of awesome questions that we're going to answer in today's episode but before we get into it i just want to talk about um that we the fact that we sold our house in st john's yes we sold our house we at, did we bought it in 2011 we did it's our first home spent five years renovating it mm -hmm. just in time for us to move to vancouver mm -hmm. and leave it all behind yeah and then the, of course if anybody is following our story we've talked about it many times but we were planning on going back to st john's but ended up uh me not getting my contract fulfilled there and me not having a job there so we ended up going to Buffalo, but we kept the house. Yeah. So the house has been with us now. I mean, it's been empty for, well, we three haven't been years. living in it for three or four years. It's been rented, but we just sold it. 2016, 2017, 20, yeah. So it's four years it's been rented. Do you know what's crazy? Hmm. It was on the market for two days. Yeah, it sold in less than 48 sold hours. Sold in less than 48 hours. But that's, it was a bit of a crapshoot. Well, the funny thing is, like, with our house, like, if you guys haven't seen it you, it's linked in the show notes beckingchris.com slash podcast slash episode 15 um we renovated the whole house on the inside except for we left for vancouver and never got to do the outside right so the exterior of the house looked like this like old grandma's 80s home yeah and then when you go in it's like a brand new modern house so we weren't really sure how the market would take it because a it was a modern house which are few and far between in newfoundland in st john's um but then also the outside didn't match the inside Right. It is a crapshoot because you have no idea. It's one of those things where it's either going to sell super fast mm -hmm. or it's going to take f sit on the market forever. Right. So, and we didn't know, but I think our Paul, our real estate agent, he, you know, he, he got it us on pricing. I think it was priced right because it sold in less than 48 hours. Did he say that the first day he broke his record for number of viewing requests? Yeah. Which is think, insane. What do you have? Like 12 ten, viewing? 10 or 12 viewings, I think. Yeah. yeah. Which is crazy. Especially during COVID. Right. Which is great. That's what I was like worried about was because of the pandemic and because that the way too. the market is at home that it wasn't going to sell. Right. But it did. And it was a very stressful month. My poor mother. Well, my saint of a mother. She's a, the, the real MVP. She's the real MVP, man. She spent the last month gutting our house, selling all of our belongings, cleaning everything, dealing with people, hiring companies, moving companies, people to fix the things that need to be fixed, dealing with tenants, dealing with the agents. Like she's just been the fucking queen. We li she liquidated 13 years worth of our possessions oh that my we God. acquired. So in like a month. Yeah. She, every single day she's like got this sold, got that sold, got this sold. How much can I put this up for? <laughs> and by the end of it she was like I'm ready to sell all the stuff in my house now. <laughs> she's pro at Facebook Marketplace now. God, man, if we lived home, I would totally have her hired to like help me with business. Yeah. <laughs> Selling merch. Yep. <laughs> it's funny because 
you think about all the crap that you accrue Mm -hmm. and it's not just the five years we lived together in that house yeah it was like all the business stuff that we had Mm -hmm. leading up to that since our relationship in 2003 yeah Yeah. oh yeah there's so much stuff down there yeah plus like leftover stuff from the studio but she she did it all man belongings that i took from when i moved out of my mom's house Mm -hmm. took into our house yeah Yeah, it's crazy crazy man anyway so that's sold yep a weight lifted off the shoulders correct debt wiped clean in canada yes that's an amazing feeling it's an amazing feeling considering that three years ago when we got married it was the hardest year of our life financially and emotionally after losing your job after being very poor yeah being months being between jobs and having an unexpected cutoff of cash flow Mm -hmm. when you're already like as a resident or a fellow i guess in that point you know we were like it was one of those things where it was like we're living pretty much paycheck to paycheck, which isn't something that's advisable. Right. But it's like when you know that you're going to be going from like this much money to like a lot higher amount as a fully finished staff physician, mm-hmm. it's kind of like almost like, okay, well. You know there's like a light at the end of the tunnel right. kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. It's like pretty much guaranteed. It's almost guaranteed except when it's not. Yeah. In this case. Yeah. And it wasn't. Yeah. Right. But with that said, it wasn't too, too hard to find employment. It's just the employment was in Buffalo. And then I had to get my medical licensing in New York state. Mm-hmm. And that was that, that took like six months. Yeah. So there was, a f- and I was doing some locum work with the Vancouver guys. They, they were good enough to hire me on and do some stuff there mm-hmm. to string us along. But you know, there was a couple months there where we had no cash flow. Yeah. We were like, maxed out on everything zero dollars i had to in the open bank. A, yeah i had to open another line of credit <sighs> it was so which stressful we, which we used for that like one month yeah because we had to pay for all of our moving expenses up front yep. we had to pay for the movers for, to move all of our furniture from vancouver down here we had to ship our car plus we had flights from st john from vancouver to st john's which were super expensive yep. but along the way we had to stop in toronto because we had to come down to buffalo to look for an apartment mm-hmm. we stopped in edmonton because you had a work placement there which was great because that was a bit of money but by the time we left we had zero dollars and we were just yeah and let's yeah. Uh, and let's not kid ourselves though about you know this being an actual hardship i mean oh god yeah. when, when you look six at six months of being poor it's like my my the bank would give us more money yeah it was just stressful to to not know when income was coming and to not be able to take jobs because you weren't living in a place long enough to take a job and seeing your bank account go into the negatives, knowing that you had like a $10,000 right. move coming and like you had to like buy all this new stuff for your place to like live, you know, it's just... Yeah, but I mean like a scary. lot of people are going through that right now with COVID. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I, I don't think we can really complain that much no definitely but anyway not. anyway i just wanted to like say that like our our wedding was wrapped in this like really strange weird year it was it was a stressful year for us and mm-hmm. there's a lot of very low lows and and a couple of high highs yeah yeah 2017 was weird man. It was a weird year yeah do you know pair that with like the what's that type of music electro super bass no super bass is that it all the stuff that the YouTubers were using around that time? Yeah. It's not called Super Bass, is it? I think so. I thought it was called Electra something. Okay. All of, like, pair that year with all of those videos being that weird music era. Yeah. Now when I listen to it, it stresses me out. Oh my God, it's so, so annoying, like some of the songs. <laughs> God. And so it's, yeah, it's, it's strange. But anyway, here we are three years later. We are financially doing better. We sold our house. Wiped our Canadian deck clean and we had tomahawk steak for supper. It was fantastic. I don't know. I just think it's just, I think it's okay to celebrate, um, you know, high, high, high points. Yeah. 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 
So three years. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Still great. Likewise. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody watch that on the actual video? (laughs) By the way, if you're watching this and you're seeing like dust on the couch, don't ever buy a velvet couch. Hot tip. (laughs) In theory, it was nice. Yeah. Um, Shall we jump into some questions? Sure. So we asked you guys over the last couple months, do we already say this in this episode or do we say in the one that we <laughs> recorded know. that we didn't hit record on? I don't know. I'm paranoid. I keep checking. Yeah, the keep thing. checking. You should be. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Are we recording here? We're we recording here. Yes, yes. All right, yes. So we <laughs> asked you guys in the last couple of episodes to send us an audio message. Now, the barrier to entry to that, there, there's a bit of effort because you have to go on the the website and, and record it. So um, some of you guys did send messages and we, we thank you guys and appreciate the time that you took to send us those audio messages because they are, are more time consuming than They're just special. to type. Yeah. So it's really great, um, great way for us to kind of interact with you guys and um, hear your voices during this weird ass time where we can't really be in person with anybody. Mm-hmm. But um, let's, uh, let's listen to some questions. Okay. All right. All right. So the first couple questions we should have great answers to because we should. because we've already done this once through. Yes. We didn't listen to the last few though. No, we didn't. All right. Okay. Hey, Becky and Chris. My name is Saeed. I'm a huge fan of both your work. My question is, being together for a, a very long time, what was the most trickiest thing that you had to deal with from growing up to right now? I think like the hardest trickiest thing so far, I think was that year, was 2017. Yeah. Between like losing the job, well, first of all, living in Vancouver and, and not having family and being kind of isolated away from people. But then, you know, going through that whole thing of like not seeing you and then like losing the job and then trying to find a new job and then moving to a new city and, and trying to find a, a house and an apartment and not being able to get a mortgage because uh, nothing counted down in America. And then like moving, it was just like a really stressful year financially, like we mentioned earlier. Um and I think emotionally as well, because we were devastated that we weren't going home, but like also like dealing with our family's devastation of, of us not coming home. Devastation by proxy. Yeah. That, I think that was really challenging. Yeah. I think there's a couple of things that would stress anybody's relationship. And I feel like there's a couple of things in our relationship that's put it to the test. Mm-hmm. Uh, our home renovation. Definitely. It's just a long, dragged out process living in a construction zone for six months at yeah. least. And when you're trying to like, we well, at that time when you don't know what you're doing and you're trying to figure it out and everything mm-hmm. takes so much longer, um, it becomes stressful. And when you're, yeah, walking over dust and dirt and trying to get into your bedroom for six months, it's, yep. yeah. And the, as you alluded to, the the job loss. But even before that, that whole year in Vancouver, mm-hmm. you not seeing me for almost a week at a time, because yeah. I would oftentimes go, I'd go to work before you got up. And sometimes I'd be at work so late that I would come home and you'd be already gone to bed. God, I was alone so often. It's so funny to look back on the videos because I, I look back on the year with rose colored glasses. Mm-hmm. Um, but then sometimes I really think about the way I felt and, and how I had to like manage my mental health. Like I was running, like I fucking hate running, <laughs> but I was running because that was the only way I could kind of really manage my stress for it was cathartic reason. yeah it was um but yeah I, I mean i remember being alone most of the time and and oftentimes thinking why am i here like i should go home there's no point in me sitting in this apartment by myself working when oh, i can man. you know it sucked. but then the the moments where you we were no together friends. well i didn't have any and i should i should have made friends but i didn't want to because um i knew we were only going to be there for a year and i knew it was just going to make it that much harder to leave 
but um it, spoken like a true hermit <laughs> yeah but man it was tough being alone like isolating yourself like that it was a hard year yeah are there any other times in our relationship that was tough i don't know how we answered that question the first time but i don't think it was that way i don't think so either <laughs> yeah there you go okay all right thanks all for right. the question saeed all right let's listen to the next one take number six <laughs> we are kevin and miranda marcus from raleigh north carolina and our question is we just want to know how do you guys balance your personal goals and your goals as a couple and what is your advice for other couples looking to find the same balance awesome thanks guys thanks kevin and miranda I recognize you guys from the Twitter. How do we balance personal goals and goals as a couple? It's interesting because I feel like we're so similar at this point that the line between personal goals and couple goals is kind of blurred. Yep. Um, I think that most of our goals are couple goals, like things that we're like, oh, this is something that we really want to do together. And then it turns into a business goal because usually when it's a big idea, we have to document it and then in some way it turns into like how can we monetize this or how can we bring on brands or partner with people to help us bring this to the next level um but yeah but when you're when your thing is youtube yeah and it's created in youtube and it's not just youtube but it's youtube where it's showing and documenting your life then any big milestones and big goals become automatically part of that right we have sort of personal goals and professional goals. I guess from my standpoint, my professional goal was always being a physician. Right. And that was even before you were in the picture. Mm -hmm. And when you came in the picture, that was just something that was almost like part of the bedrock of our relationship. Like you knew that was like my ultimate goal. Right. And at the time, you know, when we were just boyfriend and girlfriend early on in a relationship, you knew that that was very important to me and more important to me than anything. Mm -hmm. And at some point it switched there's, you know, we became life partners, I think I said before. Yeah. <laughs> now family is more, most important. Right. It's top importance. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But um, the fact that you stuck around all that time, you know, respecting my, I guess you could call it a career choice. Yeah. And Well, your personal goals. Yeah, whether it be yeah. studying and now whether it work, it's, mm -hmm. it's, we've always treated that with, with a lot of respect, knowing that that was, you know, a large part um, a key to the life that we want to live. Right. So we kind of respect that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you know, I mean, you're, you have your own goals. Like you have a lot of interior design interest. Mm -hmm. So you want to, you know, do things in that respect. And I mean, I respect that. Thank you. <laughs> I think a lot of my personal goals, like I don't have a lot of personal goals that don't revolve around like my work. Because mm -hmm. I, because your work is very personal. Because my work is very personal, and because I've turned my hobbies into my career, I still have kind of other outside interests, but a lot of them bleed over into YouTube because I just love it. But even before YouTube, you and I would have businesses together, like a, mm -hmm. like Bold Creative, right? Like we would do video and photo projects, and you design and stuff. Yeah, screen printing, like we'd all all of the stuff those those professional goals we were doing together, right? were therefore shared professional goals. Yeah. So I think all of your personal goals have always been kind of part of mine. Yeah, I think so. I think I've had like a couple, and I definitely have a couple now that are like outliers, just that are like my little goals that are just for me. Mm -hmm. And um, like, I guess like, like for instance, in 2016, like one of my goals was to, you know, 
obviously start the YouTube channel, but I made a goal for, you know, I was going to make a video a week for four months and that was just for me. Like, yes, you were benefiting from it because it was for our YouTube channel, but like that was a me goal and that was just all dependent on um, my, like me hunkering down and committing to doing that once a week. So there's, I think I've always had like these separate things that aren't really like big life altering goals, but they're kind of like shorter, more attainable things. Um, but I definitely have a couple of goals now that I think that you don't, aren't, aren't really involved in, but we definitely have goals like as a couple. Like um, I don't want you to judge me. Am I going to judge you? Why would I judge you? I want to write a book. Oh yeah. I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a writer though, but I want to write a book. You've read me some of your chapters. I think they're fantastic. They're definitely Mrs. not. Mrs. Schwartz would be <laughs> so happy. Yeah. I'm not, a, I'm not a great writer, but I do want to write a book. But I, it's funny because, like, the book that I want to write isn't going to be this, like, hard-to-read, intellectual-type book. It's going to be written the way I talk, mm-hmm. hopefully a little more grammatically correct. Um, <laughs> but it's it's been fun so far. Like, I've, I've written a couple of chapters, and it's, like, it's almost a great practice for storytelling mm-hmm. as well because you're, like you know we do video all the well, time it is storytelling it is storytelling but you do it in video all the time you're relying on visuals so now it's like how can i tell a story through this chapter and make it interesting because there are no visuals going along with it mm-hmm. and actually i think the process has been helping me with even video like telling s- stories through that but that's like a goal of mine that i don't expect you to be i don't i'm not relying on you to help me reach that goal aside from listening to me read it mm-hmm. and being supportive but there's no like I need you to do this thing in order for us to reach this goal. It, it's all on me. Yep. Whereas like some of our relationship goals, like we want to build a cabin. Um, and then I think we want to document that in some way. And that's like a goal of ours as a relationship, I think. Or yeah. is that a goal for me? No, it's a shared goal. Yeah. Um, I think we're abnormal though, because a lot of, I think our lives are more intertwined than most couples. Yeah. I get that impression when I talk to coworkers. Yeah. I think when it comes to like advice is like support your partner with their goals. Balance the communication. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I think like talking through what you want out of life or what you want out of your job or what you want out of the relationship and then being open to constructive criticisms or feedback feedback um but not getting like not putting up a block or a wall and just being open to like listening to the other person and being supportive because i mean i could come to you tomorrow and be like my i have a goal that like in the next two years i want to i don't know grow my toenails 10 feet long and you might be like that's disgusting but then also it's like well why do you want to do that and then you know maybe you could look past my toenails no, that was a bad example. Reason for divorce. <laughs> long ten, toenails. Ten foot long toenails. You, uh... Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that um, it it all comes down to understanding what expectations each person has in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And if you come in expecting, you know, of your free time, you know, 60% of it is going to be spent with the partner and 40% spent alone. And the other person thinks, oh, well, I'm expecting 80% of my time spent with this person and 20% alone. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to have... A bit of friction yes we've been together for so damn long now though <laughs> that we've kind of those ratios have already been sort of baked in so yeah we kind of know what to expect right but when we first started going out i think there was like a little bit of that because like you did have your goal of becoming a doctor and i didn't really like i was pretty young like we were both young and like we've grown up obviously i don't think that i'm the same person at all as i was back then or even when i was like 25 but 
like growing into understanding, I guess, like, or, or learning how to understand what you wanted and then respect that as well, because there definitely was a level of that. Like when we were kids, when you were in school and you had to study and I didn't really understand because I wanted to hang out because I wasn't but I also wanted doing. to make BMX videos. Well, you wanted to make, well, that, but like you, you wanted to make BMX videos or you wanted to play video games in your free time where I expected you to call me in your free time to hang out. So <laughs> you had different goals because you were wanting to make these BMX videos. And so that was challenging for me to understand. And then ultimately we ended up breaking up because of differences and, and whatever. But then later, yes, I came crawling back. I knew you were like that. But it, you know, it's just, it was stupid, stupid and selfish and silly. And I think over the years I've definitely learned to like, um, respect your time. I think. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. You do a great job respecting my time. Thanks. Really? Yeah. Sometimes I come home and we're supposed to film a video and I've had a hard day and you say, why don't we just do this another time? Cause you look physically and emotionally drained. <laughs> And I say that Thank is you. 100% true. Yeah. Well, it's interesting dealing with the different stresses, I think, of the jobs as well. This is totally off topic from the question, but we're here, so we're going to talk about it. Dealing with the different stresses, like I might be really stressed during the day because of technology issues, and then you might be stressed because you're dealing with young people who have cancer, and it's like com two completely different it makes me feel so stupid when I complain about the stuff that I complain about. But like some days it's just you're exhausted and it's fine, you know? Everyone's stress is scaled. Yeah. And what your stress is, is normalized to your own range. Mm -hmm. So what feels like a crisis to you because of a deadline that's looming and you've promised a client that you're going to have this product done for them. Right. You know, that's stressful. Mm-hmm. If I've got, you know, if I'm doing a procedure on a patient and I lose a coil in somebody and I'm trying to fish it out, that's stressful. That is also stressful. That's very stressful. They're very different types of stress, or they're very different scenarios, but they both equal stress. Mm -hmm. You know, wedding planners are supposed to have the most stressful jobs in the world, apparently. Yeah. You know, but I could see that. Mm -hmm. I could see that being more stressful than my job. Yeah. I mean, if you got someone just yelling at you, oh actually, no. that's kind of how fellowship went. It was just basically <laughs> attending yelling at you for being shit the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Yeah. But it's, you know, but you're also respectful of me too, because there's sometimes where you're like, I'm motivated. I want to shoot this video tonight. And I'm like, listen, I am out of spoons. Like I have no energy left <laughs> for the, you know, I can't I do have it. all the spoons. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's cool. But like for us, it's all about communication. It's always like, I'm not just going to be like in a mood and then sit down to film a video and then why am I in a mood? And then you're pissed off because I'm in a mood. It's just easier for me to say, listen, I'm not really feeling it tonight. And I'm always going to say, okay, let's watch Netflix. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So I'm not sure if we answered the question. Yeah. Communication and balance. There we go. Communication and balance. Great. Thank you guys. All right. Let's answer one more. Hey, Becky and Chris. My name is Aaron Tremblay. I'm from Tucson, Arizona. I actually was also born in Buffalo, New York. Kind of a little side note there. My question for you guys is, you seem to have a lot of interests in common, whether that be DIY stuff around the house, photo and video, amongst many other things. Were these always things that you guys were interested in individually? Or were they things that kind of came together as your relationship grew and you kind of fed off one another? That's just something I've kind of been wondering if those were always there, if they were a product of your relationship. I love all the stuff you guys put out. Love your YouTube channel. Always looking forward to the podcast and everything else that comes out. Super appreciate you guys for putting out such awesome content all the time. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much. No, thank you, Aaron. Aww. 
Thanks, Thanks for, Aaron. Thanks That's for really pursuing. nice. Oops. Yes, thank you. Oh, that was really nice. <laughs> I recognize Aaron's name from various platforms. Yeah. I feel like I feel like that's a familiar name. When Chris and I started going, well, first of all, yeah, we do have a lot of similar interests. 17 years, we kind of you grow into the same person, a lot of same interests. But when Chris and I started going out, I was super young. I was like 15. And I was at that weird age of like not really having any hobbies like <laughs> I swam like I was your in swimming. Your hobbies was hanging out with your boyfriend. No, well, I was. I didn't have any friends really. Like Aww. I got to take my slippers off. My feet are on fire. Um, <laughs> I was into swimming because I was training to be a lifeguard, and that's like what I was going to be doing. And um, that was kind of like all I was really into. But I was also very interested in architecture and interior design because I used to draw house plans all the time in my gridded notebook and I used to, used to make houses with one room connected by a hallway another room connected by a hallway another yeah. room connected by a hallway I used to redesign my <laughs> nice bedroom de- nice design no design <laughs> shut up I was a kid you idiot <laughs> asshole but Getting I used to rambunctious here I used to um redesign my bedroom from like using the Sears catalog did you break those no I don't think so okay I used to redesign my bedroom using the Sears catalog um, so I was into that and I was into art. I was into like drawing and stuff. Um, but I wasn't like really great at it. So I hadn't really like found my like thing. But when Chris and I started going out, um, Chris was really into film, BMX. He was making BMX films and he was really into graffiti. Um, and we were in the same art class. And so when we started going out, I was like, oh, like this is really cool. And I was into like skateboarding and snowboarding and stuff at the time. And I thought that the filming was really cool, but I wasn't really interested in video. But, you know. Chris, How ironic is that, though? I know it is. But you, like, you had your, you and your extra filmer and, like, the guys rode BMX, but there was, like, no real photographer. So I was like, oh, like, there's a missing thing here. So maybe I could, like, get into photography and then not have to hurt myself on my skateboard anymore. And I could, like, be around <laughs> the sport without having to participate in the sport and without being accused of being a ramp tramp. <laughs> ramp tramp for those of you guys who don't know what a ramp tramp is it's like the girls who hang out at the skate park who like don't skate don't do anything they just sit on the ramps and they're in the way right yeah yeah so um so i i picked up photography my dad was into photography and my uncle was into photography and i borrowed my dad's film camera and i just started shooting photos and the, some of the concepts are similar obviously between video and photo and chris was helpful in me kind of learning that and that that was it and yeah yeah. i think our hobbies have always been intertwined more than most couples yeah there's so many people i know who just like they're them and their wives they have nothing in common which is bizarre to me me. but i mean like think about how people meet nowadays yeah i mean aside from like online Mm -hmm. you know you go to people don't go to bars anymore but you'd meet somebody at a bar they'd hook up and then they would just be like oh let's be in a relationship but they might have like they might not have any hobbies in common yeah it's crazy to me it is crazy. Well, you were you were into video for the longest while. Mm-hmm. Like you're the reason why I got into photography. That's funny because now you are the video guru in our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah, but yeah, we've always had sort of similar hobbies, and they've always sort of intertwined. And each of us would have maybe like a different offshoot. Yes. But our sort of core pillars have always been like us working towards a common goal as a couple yeah and that in our since our hobbies have always kind of there's been a very blurred line between our hobbies and work Mm -hmm. um 
and by what work I mean like you know when we had bold creative we we're doing photo video design yeah and but you also had like that your side stuff like paintball you're really into paintball for a while yeah and you had no interest in paintball no but I was into dance although yeah. you were into dance for a little while we, we had a b-boy era yeah well yeah both of chris and i used to go to b-boy practice <laughs> chris is actually getting really good he was like more so interested in the power moves versus the top rock part which is like the more of the dancing part of, of b-boying um but he so like, basically I just want to do cool gymnastics he just want to do cool gymnastics yeah <laughs> so he was like he had like you had windmills you were getting flares you almost had 90s you were doing swipes like you were getting like great you're like leveling up your power moves and i wasn't doing any power moves i would just was really interested in top rock but you ended up breaking your wrist i don't right. know why i'm telling your story well that's what happened broke my wrist and that kind of ended put a kibosh on that yeah well all the power moves required flexi wrist reflexors yeah i did not have flexi wrist at that no, point I you had, had broken stiff broken didn't you wrist. have a metal or something put in your wrist i had k wires sticking out of my Blah. my wrists those k wires are basically metal like rods. metal rods going through the Anyway, they just pulled them out. That was the weirdest feeling, pulling out the K-wires. Oh, okay. Yep. K-wires. I got a feeling in my butthole that time. Yeah, that's definitely a feeling up true, yeah. Yeah, like right up true me. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and um, you don't care about my hobbies nowadays, paintball. I care about I mean, them. Listen, don't no, say I didn't no, no. care. You don't, you don't, sorry, you don't, you don't care about my hobbies now, helicopters. Bitch. You don't care. You said, Listen. quote, quote, if you told me that you never want to fly helicopters again, I would rejoice in that. I didn't say that. I never said rejoice you in my fell life. fell to your knees and screamed to the heavens. Why? No, I That's didn't. exactly what happened. I said if you decided tomorrow that you didn't want to fly helicopters anymore, I'd be totally fine with it. Right. But. Sentiment's but the same. you bitch. <laughs> you bitch. Listen. <laughs> don't you ever say I'm not. Listen, Chris. I bring myself to almost vomiting through my vom through my my is you shut up through my phobia of vomiting i do it for you because i want to i want to be there honey i told you i told you you can go home and i am not holding you to this this is your choice you're here on your own shush shush (laughs) listen shush for a second I want to say something. You said paintball. paintball. I used to come to paintball. I used to cover my camera with a bag and I'd gaff tape the fucking Sobeys bag to the top (laughs) of the 7200 and I'd come on the field and I'd shoot photos. And I I didn't mean paintball. I meant helicopters. And I drove across the province to go to PEI and I came and I designed your jerseys and I came and I was the ramp tramp for paintball (laughs) and I took the pictures and then we drove all night to the ferry. So don't you, Jesus, be coming at me saying, oh, I'm not into your things and that. You come up with a name for you. The paint taint. The pa- <laughs> paint taint. Anyway, Chris, I came across and did Cold Island for you. The ball doll. The bunker chunker. Oh, my God. Okay, we're done. We're over this. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. Do you have anything else to say? Um, yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That nobody's forcing you to come in a helicopter. I am more than happy to do these flights myself. I know. So but I want to spend time with you. You can't guilt me into into any of this. I'm not guilting that, you in anything. All I'm saying is that I bring myself to to blow in chunks. And that is your for because choice. I want to spend time with you. Because, because if it was the other foot was on the other foot, if it was a shoe on the other foot, I know you wouldn't go. 
And you said, look, you don't like doing this. You can go home. I enjoy doing this myself. No, I because like, okay. I asked you to do that for dance. Peace. He said, will you be my hustle partner? And you said, fuck that. So I, found my, <laughs> so I found my own hustle partner. There you go. So shag you. All right. All right. Time for break. Okay. With that said, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back. We got two more questions. And then Chris has a juicy story from our relationship. We've never talked about this. And I cannot wait to tell you guys because it's so stupid and hilarious. I don't know if I, don't know if I can tell it in all its glory, though. <sighs> because it's you have to like omit a few parts i think you might have to omit a, f- a couple of parts. <laughs> okay all right oh my god okay we'll be right back all right so we're back i don't know if we've ever talked told like the very brief story of how we met we met in high school yep high school art class end of story <laughs> there you go <laughs> just kidding I like videos <laughs> um yeah we've been in high school art class so continue sorry i interrupted you well it was in our class because it was i was in the 12th grade you were in grade 10. Yeah, you're an old fart. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to do advanced placement art initially, but then I realized, why am I going to do this when I'm doing a multiple advanced placement science courses? Science is more important. Correct. And because <laughs> without science, there cannot be art. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so anyway... I didn't want to mess my GPA up, so I decided to do, instead of doing... Chris, let's be honest. You wouldn't have messed your GPA up. You're, you were a fantastic artist. You still are. But at right. the time, you were, but I you were at put, like your height of like... I would have put more of my effort into my science courses and less effort into my art course. Yeah. And... Are you saying you like science more than art? Yes. And Mr. Warren, God rest his soul. Not that he's dead he's or anything. He's not dead. But bless his soul. He would have giving me piss poor grades yeah he would have if i didn't bust my ass in that class i knew that so i didn't want to do it yeah so instead i did grade 10 art wait are and- we recording yes we're recording you fucker <laughs> we would have he would have and he still gave me kind of shitty grades yeah considering like i was doing grade 10 art you were still 10 sla- art. slacking off right but he still graded me as if like i was doing at least grade 12 art. Anyway, do you I digress. Remember one time we had to do the graffiti project and he thought that you did it? Yes. I was so mad. He thought I did your project. Yeah. Yeah. It was that good. That no, was I'm just so kidding. funny. Yeah. It wasn't that good, but he thought I did it. He, Didn't he give you a poor grade or something? He like, like failed me. Yeah. He's like, Chris did this. I was so, I was so happy with my graffiti because it was like the first one that I did that I was just like, wow, like this actually looks like graffiti, like looks like graffiti. And then I got, he failed me and I was like shocked. I was like, this is the best piece of street art I've ever done in my life. Street art <laughs> in a sketchbook. Yeah. And he said that you did it. But that's a compliment then. But it he reversed won. it after you He went. did. Yeah. Cause he, but I had to get you to come. But this was before you and I were together. I think he knew that you and I were talking, but we weren't together. And right. I was like, listen, I'm going to go get Brett because Brett actually hates me. And he will tell you that I did this because he watched me do it. And Brett was like, yeah, she did it. Oh my God. Too funny. Yeah. So interesting. But isn't that interesting though, that he would like, cause I'm pretty sure he like, he knew that I was in, into like graffiti mm-hmm. and really liked that style. Yeah. So he ended up making a project, like, a project yeah. that like listened to his students mm-hmm. and like, like took feedback and like, change the curriculum i assume he did mm-hmm. unless he was just planning on doing graffiti no i thought anyway. he did because he was like really stoked with what you were doing with like your bmx videos so yeah. he like basically anyway, yeah, that's anyway. cool like when when there can be like yeah uh, a two-way street or flow of information yeah anyway 
So we met in the dark room. We did. Because we had not really talked a whole lot that year. It was about halfway through I the year. I had a huge crush on you and you hated me. I did not hate you. You were, you took a ruler <laughs> and touched me with the ruler. Mm-hmm. And then you would wipe my germs on people. And you were like, oh, germs. I was a teenager. I know. That was my game. I was like, are you serious? That was my game. And it worked. It did work. <laughs> so anyway. we got put in the art in so the we were doing together. what were we doing rayograms right so for the people who don't know what rayograms are they're like cut out stencils put the pieces of car- cut out paper on or cardboard on top of the photo paper mm-hmm. ex- expose, expose it with, it with the enlarger and then make like yeah a picture picture yours was like a big pumpkin head i don't remember what mine was it was a big pumpkin head it was something from um one of them brands some bmx brands Anyway, so you ruined an entire stack of photo paper, which I thought was hilarious. Major flirting was happening. No inappropriate behavior, though. And then we left the darkroom, and he put his ICQ number on my sketchbook. 4872-4587. And you were like, oh, shit, it's 3.30. I'm late for volunteering at the hospital. And I was like, who is this? (laughs) Very attractive. Grade 12, who's volunteering at the hospital, who's like into art i was like oh god <laughs> and then we started going out it's true so the that's rest how is history we met. that's how we met it's true high school art class so fitting 17 and a half years later <clears throat> married three years Mm-hmm. all right so that's how we met that's how we met if anyone was curious yeah cute all right shall we uh hit up another question all right let's do another question here i clear my throat <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Can I tell you a story real quick before we get into this? Mm -hmm. People are like, just cut to the question. I had the worst reflux of my life last night. Okay. I finished an entire bottle of Tums. Not in one sitting. I mean, like I took my last Tums last night. You get up, you frequently wake up in the middle of the night with some sort of ailment. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And every single time I'm like in in my head. In my head, you, uh, your eyes are rolling. No, 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 no. In my head, I think I'm being helpful. Okay. And I'm like, oh, I have to console her. But me- meanwhile, it's more like this. You're like, you okay, babe? Okay, you okay? <laughs> oh my god. Are you okay? Ow, Emily, are you okay? You're fucking shit up. Are you okay? I'm just like stroking. Me like that. Are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah, okay. It's not helpful. <laughs> you fucked up everything. And anybody who's not watching this video, I'm just basically have my eyes half just closed and just I'm stroking, stroking your face. Is but my more mic like, still working? More I feel like, like you slapping. Hit it. Yeah, your mic's still working. Yeah, you're like, are you okay, babe? You... Listen, I appreciate that the fact that you asked if I was okay. <laughs> And I never remember it until you mentioned it the next morning. You start petting me and I'm like, this is great. I came to the realization this morning that over the years I've trained myself to pretend that Tums taste good, that the chalky texture is um, enjoyable (laughs) because I have to take them so much. Interesting. I used to chew them like this. <laughs> ah! <laughs> you look like Domo. Yeah, that's the way I used to chew them. Anyway, this something's fucked up here now. <laughs> oh, this is limp, limp dick pop screen. Limp dick pop screen. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Christ. I can't wait for this new podcasting setup to arrive, but it's back ordered, so I have no idea how long it's going to be. All right. Okay. Question? Question. Next question. Mm -hmm. Hi, Becky and Chris. This is Dustin. I'm a fellow creator here in Buffalo. Uh, I'd love to know your thoughts on time management, especially when it comes to being in a relationship with each other. 
Chris, I think you talked on your Instagram recently about how your time management looks a lot different than it may look on YouTube. It looks like you guys spend time on all your content when really that's not the case. Obviously, you guys have your relationship with each other. You have other jobs. You have other things, family to tend to. What's the time management like throughout the week? How much time do you dedicate towards content or to each other? I don't know. Keep up the good work. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, Dustin. That was a great question. It was, yeah. Challenging one to answer. So time management. You're terrible at time management, by the way. That's correct. That's correct. It's always been your biggest weakness. True. Because I will spend more time on stuff. I, I am the king of getting falling into the law of diminishing returns trap. Yeah. And you're also the king of saying law of diminishing returns. So you never listen to your own advice. That is true. <laughs> For time, that is. Because yes. law of diminishing returns has a lot law of diminishing returns applies to a lot of different concepts mm-hmm. like when you're spending money on things mm-hmm. i'm very good at being frugal but this is about time management correct but i was just saying how versatile yeah the law of diminishing returns okay. concept is okay yeah, all right pick them i know i got it okay it's so time management yeah, yeah. I, I think what dustin was alluding to when he said that the appearance mm-hmm is different than what social media portrays. I think that's a little bit of a different concept. Yeah. But an equally as important one, because as we sort of alluded to earlier in the podcast, or I can't remember if it was this recording or the one that we lost, <laughs> um, people people thinking that they look at social media and would actually, I heard through other people who worked with this individual who was instrumental in cutting my contract in St. John's, he says, does Chris even work? Yeah. You know, like they see us out and doing adventures that you keep posting. You know, we will go on an adventure on the weekend and then you'll post a photo of, from the adventure every day on Instagram. Yeah, so bank the content. it seemed like every day we were off doing stuff, but in reality it was banked content. Mm-hmm. And the reality is I don't see my wife from Monday to Friday because I go to work before she gets up and I come home after she goes to sleep. Yeah. That so was in Vancouver. That was in Vancouver. Yeah. So that was, yeah. So there's a bit of an illusion there, mm-hmm. but as far as time management is concerned, yeah, I mean, sort of what we were talking about before about we have different hobbies and it's all about balancing and trying to dedicate enough time to your relationship Mm -hmm. and also dedicating enough time to your own activities and own hobbies to kind of keep life a variety yeah definitely i think for time like in terms of time i think it's helpful that youtube is my job now so i basically spend full-time hours at this um between editing and making stuff so Really, by the time you come home, unless we have to film something together, we really have our evenings to do what we want to do as a couple. And sometimes that is filming a video or recording this podcast, but those are enjoyable things. And if one of us isn't feeling it, we don't do it ever. Right. Uh, no, Neither of us are ever forced into it unless we have a specific brand deadline that we have to hit. Like, And even then, we make sure we have ample time to make sure that we're in the right headspace to do it. But yeah, so I, I mean, I usually by 5 30 6 o'clock unless there's something that we're working on i step away from work and we have relationship time um i think that i in a perfect world i'd i'd like to have a bit of a better balance between the two i'd like to spend more effort in having relationship times that have nothing to do with business because i think a lot of times when we're having our time together business definitely creeps in there but it's also because like youtube is your hobby as well so right. it's kind of hard like and also when you're at work all day and something happens with the business and i want to talk to you about like a brand deal or an interaction i've had or like an opportunity like it has to happen after hours right kind of thing 
yeah, you can't basically. Right. So, yeah. And also it's interesting that you, you mentioned that with our two, how we both view YouTube differently, like mm-hmm. to be, it's an outlet to you. It's a job. Mm-hmm. Like when we took, when we did cold Island, so we flew, when we flew for anyone who hasn't seen it, we flew a helicopter back to Newfoundland, logged like 40 flight hours, made a travel series about it. That was six parts. But we took, I took two weeks, two consecutive weeks off work Mm -hmm. and the trip itself took what, like 10, nine or 10 days. Mm -hmm. So I had an extra, uh, you know, half week of extra vacation where we just chilled at home. We literally just flew the helicopter back to our house and just landed in the yard. It just stayed there for like a week Yeah. because I was just in the house and we were like editing the whole time. Yeah. So I, I basically edited the whole time. But to you, it was vacation, so you didn't want to edit the whole time. Right. But for me, I was like, oh, I got to get all the editing I can done because I'm not going to be able to do any when I'm back to work. Right. But the other funny thing about that is that, like, I knew that that's what we were going to do because that trip wasn't, like, it was partial vacation, but it was also, like, a lot of work because I was filming everything right. and thinking about the series. And then when we came home, we knew, like, that, that was the plan, that we were going to get a good head start on it. But going back to time management, it was really interesting because I got up in the morning and worked a normal day around 8 30 9 o'clock 10 o'clock sit down edit all day by 5 6 I'm done whereas Chris would sleep in he'd dilly dally a bit he'd come in in the afternoon and then he would edit he'd sit his ass in the chair and edit non-stop until late at night with no breaks he wouldn't get up <laughs> whereas like I'd get up for a lunch I get up for a snack so with you when you sit down to work you get your shit done you sit down and you work till it's done but you procrastinate and also you don't know when to stop. True. Yeah. So I think it's funny. Sometimes I like to think about like what it would look like if you and I worked at home together. And I think our days would look very different because I think I would still maintain like the daytime work. And I think you'd work late into the night because I feel like you work best then. And I and I feel like you have a hard time saying, I'm going to stop now and I'm going to go watch a show or I'm going to stop and I'm going to go for a walk or I'm going to stop. Yeah, that's how it always always been. When I was making BMX videos in my, you know, young adulthood, Mm -hmm. late teen years, I would be editing till like three, four, five, six in the morning and just crash. Yeah. And you wouldn't eat. That's always been your (laughs) MO. Like that's how you work. So, yeah. yeah. So I think it'd be interesting, but yeah, time management's, it's... A lot of it's personal preference. Yeah. For us to like... A lot of times when we go on our adventures and film our vlogs, it's on the weekend. But a lot of times, like the, if the vlogs are about home renovations, it, it doesn't really feel like work because we just set up the camera and shoot the project we're working on. But we've been trying to keep our weekends a little bit sacred, like trying to keep work out of the weekends if possible. Um, or we'll work like a full weekend and bulk film a bunch of stuff so we can have like a weekend where we Yeah, but you consider, you consider, like you don't consider filming as much of a job as you consider sitting in your office editing no sitting in my office editing is work filming something is not so much unless it's like a big conceptual thing and it's in the studio but if it's like a project or a vlog it's like not yeah yeah but great question and a lot of time the only time we have to film is between the two of us is on the weekends weekends, yeah in our own time well that's why a lot of times you see videos of just me because like if i'm caught up on my editing sometimes i'll just make a video myself during the week to get a video up so that i don't have the work on the weekend and sometimes there's just videos of chris because we film that during the week because maybe i don't feel like being on camera and then i can get that done far between yeah (laughs) but and some of the nerdier topics it's just easier for you to do them because you can deliver them in a more scientific way than I can so it's better for you to do them you call me a nerd Peckham yes all right big time you just said science trumps art 
That's the truth. All right, next question. Okay. Hey, Becky and Chris. So since I don't think your parents are going to go on Anchor and ask you this question, I'll just ask for them. So when are you having kids? <laughs> that's like that's like the taboo question. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be so careful when you ask that question because it can be triggering for some people. It can be, yeah. Yeah. Some people, because um, you never know what's going on in people's lives. Yeah. Um, people could be trying to have kids and have a lot of people have problems with infertility mm -hmm. and I treat a lot of infertility, male infertility mm -hmm. in my line of work. So I see a disproportionate number of people with it. Yeah. But with that said, you know, that can be, or if, if people have pregnancy losses, especially late term pregnancy losses, that can mm -hmm. be very, and it's a very private thing too. So yeah, I think, uh, that that's kind of a, a very private topic. Now with that said, none of that has applied to us. Yeah. Um, we always said kids, we were like the plan was, finish fellowship in 2016 or 2017, go back to Newfoundland, um, pay down debt and, for a couple of years and then have kids like in Newfoundland where we've got both sets of parents here there to help, et right. cetera. Yeah. Whereas now, like we have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's like, uh, we're not really planning for kids. I know Chris wants kids and if it happens, it happens. But I don't think we're going to be like, okay, next week we're going to have, try to have, you know, get pregnant or whatever. <laughs> but there will be a certain point where it's going to be time to do that. Because like, quite honestly, like I like my life. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Yeah. It, the time's a ticket. I, I feel like now only in the last couple of years, I've found like my groove and what I want to be doing. Whereas I feel like you've been, even though you just finished school, I feel like you've known what you wanted to do forever. Um, so I'm kind of like having fun with my career almost, um, and the freedom that we have, but at the same time, like, yeah, you're right. Like time's ticking and I don't want to be like 80 and have like a 16 year old. <laughs> I don't think that math works. Yeah. No, it does no. not work. It would be a, a, a medical miracle. Yeah. So kids, so what do you think? Uh, I don't know. Do you want to have kids still? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I just don't know when. That's the that's yeah. the issue because both of us are getting old. People people regret not having kids earlier though. Yeah, I know. Because they're going to be old and they're not going to be able to enjoy those years later on. Yeah. And as someone whose father passed away when I was in my early 20s. Mm -hmm. You know, he died when he was in his 60s. Yeah. So he was he was actually uh older when he had me. Mhm. Mm when he and mom had me and uh you know that ultimately he got diagnosed with a terminal illness and he you know passed away in his early 60s yeah and i lost i never got to i got very limited time in that as an adult with my father mm -hmm. and i i wish he was around nowadays yeah me too because he i think that just like what we're doing and where we where we are in life now like he would have just been like over the moon all the stuff he's, he would have seen us accomplish mm -hmm. and not to say that in a conceited way, but I think he would have been, uh, Oh, he would have been so proud of you. I, th I think it would just been, I think and, he would have got a kick out of everything that's. Yeah. And he yeah. would not, he wouldn't have been cool with the helicopter at first. Oh, he would have been flipping out. He would not have helicopter. been. Yeah. Like he, he, he tried to stage an intervention about BMX because he thought it was too dangerous for <laughs> me, but he would have come around to it and we would have been going on like father son trips mm -hmm. in the helicopter and he would have really appreciated it just from the marvel of engineer as an, as an engineer mm -hmm. he would have appreciated it yeah 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 i know, that's a good point 
And I, I don't hold anything against him for like having me when or him oh, and mom God, having no. me when I was late. It's like it it's is what it is, right? It's just an unfortunate situation that he had gotten a terminal illness. Right. Like know? it is for many people. Yeah, it sucks. I'm like I'm going to be honest about the kid thing. I'm fucking terrified to be pregnant. <laughs> I am terrified. It's going to be the most dangerous thing you do in your life. I know. That combined Actually, with Actually, yeah, debatable. You you've flown helicopters with me. That's Yeah. It's probably equally as dangerous as pregnancy. Being pregnant, throwing up every day, giving the birth. I'm not looking forward to any of it. If you, I would be so on board with having kids if you could do it. If you could be the one. I would totally have kids. If I, I mean, I would totally carry, them. and I would carry the the kid to full term, and I would pop it out of your push it out of my pee hole. No. <laughs> you chota. <laughs> anyway, that's what's scary to me. That plus not having family here is a really big deal. Yeah. And especially with COVID happening, like they're not there. If I got pregnant tomorrow and nine months from now popped out a kid, we still wouldn't be out of COVID. Like probably not. But when is a good time, you know? Yeah, like, there's no good time. There is no good time. So it's like, at this point, I feel like if it happens, it happens. We're not like, you know, we're not trying, but we're not, and we're being careful, but like not. <laughs> like, is that too much information? I don't know. Anyway, if it happens, it happens. But but don't ask me if I'm pregnant because I'll tell you guys if I'm pregnant. Because if you're asking me, it's probably just because I'm fat. <laughs> Quarantine has been interesting. 2020 has been rough. I found Sam the cooking guy and made a lot of big fatty meals. <laughs> You've been great making great meals. Thanks, but yeah. they're not so great for my hips. Sorry, they've been tasty. That was our last question. Thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your day to uh, go on the app and literally send us a voice message. It means a lot to us. And it's great to be able to hear your voices and to connect in this way. Um, we do have one more story. Uh, okay. We're going to tell the story. We may have to cut some of it out, but I will, I'm going to say a disclaimer. If you're listening to this podcast and you have kids in the car, maybe you might want to just either turn it off or like listen to it later. Or they're going to have questions. Or you're going to have questions. Yeah. They're going to, YouTube people, if you have kids in the room, you might want to turn it off or you might, I don't know. Listen, I'm just, the, just straight up disclaimer. Okay. It's an inappropriate story. But it's one that you must hear because it's hilarious. Okay, you start it? so this is a sto- this is a story about the time that Chris took us to a Robin Tug <laughs> by accident. Okay, so one of the things that Chris and I like to um, treat ourselves to—it's a little bougie—but we like to go get massages. Like that's something that we like to do. We like couples to go to massages. The, couples massages. We like to go to the spa. We like to go into the same room and get a couples massage. It's like an hour long, and it's great. So we're, except now that the COVID's happened. Well, we there's no massage. So I've been like literally like considering buying that like five thousand dollar massage chair <laughs> and like <laughs> hiding it away in the basement because it's so fucking ugly. I can't have it anywhere else in the <laughs> there's, house. There's a massage chair in a uh, a Airbnb we stayed in in Vancouver the last trip we went on. Didn't you break it? Pre-COVID. I fixed it though. Okay. Yeah. But that thing, I lived in it the whole weekend. Okay. So anyway, back to the rub and tech story. So (laughs) we wanted to get a couple's massage. Yes. Last minute. I don't remember what we were doing. So it was when I was studying for exams. It was my final year residency. And we had all, we were working ourselves to the bone Mm -hmm. and we just needed to decompress. So I was like, you know what? We should book a massage, a couple's massage. Let's do it. And I was like, I'll 
we'll, we'll, it was like last minute. It was last minute. I'll book it for after work and we'll come on and get this massage. And anyway, you wouldn't think, but there's not a lot of places that will accommodate a last minute, same day couples massage. Yeah, no shit. Except for one place called Relaxation Spa. <laughs> oh my God. There is one massage place that we go to in St. John's, mm-hmm. which is like the one reputable place. Mm-hmm. And it was booked up. Yes. But like booked up for like Weeks. a week or two straight. Yeah. So Chris finds this place called Relaxation Look, Spa. I just went down in the yellow pa- or the white pages, the yellow pages, yellow pages for massage places. And I got as far as the R's until I found somebody that would have be able to accommodate. Tell the same us about day. the website. So, so first of all, I called and I said, can you accommodate a same day massage? They're like, okay, what time? And I was like, oh, how about like this time? And they were like, uh, yep. yep. I was like, okay, couples massage. Like, yep. I'm like, okay, great. And then I called them back. I was like, wait a second, we should do it an hour earlier. So I was like, I was like, oh, sorry. I just called and made this appointment, but can we move it to any chance that you have an opening like an hour earlier? They're like, yep. I'm like, hmm. really? Like, do you have a wide open schedule? I was like, anyway, I didn't question. I was like, maybe, I was like, okay, maybe it's like a new business. This would have been a red flag for me. <laughs> I'd be like, actually, I'm going to cancel. I'll wait till next <laughs> so week anyway, and go to the other place. So anyway, I went on their website and so wait, like, hang on. You called them first before you went on their website and looked at the reviews? Yellow pages, man. No. <laughs> so anyway. That's so, illegal. So anyway, so I go on the website and it's called Relaxation Spa. And I'm pretty sure the tagline on the website, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know if the website's still up. We should look and see if the website's still up. Senior story, anyway, look. I'm pretty sure that the catch line was, uh, come to Relaxation Spa where our beautiful young clean asian girls will leave you wanting more and more or wanting to come back for more and more and i was like wow that doesn't sound like a rub and tuck i don't know what it is but i was like you know what it's right next to a preschool it's in like a strip mall in a suburb it's definitely not a rub and tug it's probably just like a language barrier and i'm pretty sure that it's just like it's me projecting my own biases on this business here and it's probably just like a new immigrant business and that's why they have like they're trying to get off the ground and that's why they've 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 got you know like a wide open schedule and you know broken english on the website that sounds like a rub and tug yeah so i just looked it up yeah and um i think they are still open but i just saw a news article from 2016 <laughs> hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on april 8th hold on hold on okay, hold on. okay we'll, we'll get to that so anyway they're able to accommodate so i was like you know what we'll give them the benefit of the doubt we're gonna go so we show up to this spa and I'm a big person on like first vibes. Like if I get a bad vibe, I'm like, nope. Okay, so you what? know, you know when like you're a kid in elementary school. Didn't they have like one one star review or something? I don't know what they had, but anyway, you know, you know what you, you go to like you're in like kindergarten and the the teacher has like letters that they string together and they hang them. Well, that's what I was just gonna like, say. Happy holiday. The signage mm-hmm. wasn't signage. It was glitter letters <laughs> stuck to the wall with two way tape. And they weren't even straight and the kerning was terrible. Every All the letters were sparkly. Relaxation spot. Relaxation so. spot. And I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? But you know, at that point I was like, you know what? This is a new immigrant business trying to get off the ground. They're going to get good signage eventually. But you know, we should support this local business. So first of all, we asked for a couple's massage and they brought us down this hall and they said, you in this room, you in this room. Yeah. So normally when you get a couple's massage... You're They're both in the same two room. Tables two tables to next, each next to each other. Yeah. yeah. And this was two different rooms, but one 
masseuse or one one person there yeah. and i was like so i didn't know if like she was gonna like do there was you, nobody else there it was just her yeah and me and you and then like i was like what's going on so then i tried to explain oh usually we have like the tables in the same room and but through the language barrier i don't think she understood what i was asking mm-hmm. and at that point i was like you know what a lot of insurance returns here let's just like whatever i just let's just get just a massage. want to get the massage yeah, yeah. so we go in separate rooms go in separate rooms and I, I was waiting for a while and i was like oh my god are they just gonna like do an hour massage for becky and then an hour massage for me like this is such a waste of time mm-hmm. but anyway so someone else came in and she told me to change and i was like okay so she left the room mm-hmm. And I, you know, I took my clothes off and I usually leave my boxers on or my boxer briefs on just because like, I don't really, weird I just don't, like... you know, re- there's no reason for me to really be naked. Yeah. So anyway, the towel they had gave me to put over, cover myself was basically like a face cloth sti- size towel. <laughs> <laughs> like it was, a, it was between, it was, like a, it was like between a ten, 10 inch by 10 inch square. It was between a dish, dish cloth and a, and a face cloth size. Okay. Was it a face cloth size or a hand towel size? Uh, hand towel size. We'll okay, say. it was because I was going to say face towel is really small. Yeah, I guess if anything between a face towel and a dishcloth would be a hand towel. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. So it's a hand towel yeah. size. Okay, hand towel so size. So it's covering my my boxer briefs. Okay. And she comes in, takes one peek. No, take those off. And I'm like, uh, I'd rather just say it. no. But she wouldn't take no for an answer, so she left. So you just, had just, to so take she walked out of the room. I'm like what the hell man is she gonna come in the room and check again and then like make me take so i I, pulls up the thing and your birds hanging out so anyway so i took i was butt naked okay put the 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 hand towel over my junk downstairs yeah correct she comes back in (laughs) i don't think she checked i don't think she checked well she probably saw your scabies on the chair maybe she did yeah yeah i was like okay let's uh let's have this massage it'll be fine no big deal. Just you're downstairs. It's yep. touching the table. Yeah, whatever. No big deal. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this is a professional establishment. This is with the, this is with the, the norm. glitter yeah, with, paper cutout sign. I'm, like I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. You're very. So yeah. she hits play on the radio. Turns on the radio, and I guess the intention was to turn on some soft, soothing music. What you would expect at a spa. And simultaneously use the 60-minute time feature, like the sleep feature on the radio, right. as a 60-minute timer. Yeah. But it was set to 99.1 Hits FM. <laughs> so at the time, the song that came on was, Talk Dirty to Me. Talk Dirty to Me. And I'm just like, oh my God. This is the antithesis of a relaxing spa <laughs> which is their namesake yeah so anyway, she starts massaging me and she starts off with like the shoulders like okay you know what this is actually a nice massage going up to my face starts like massaging my eyebrows like then like the inside of the bridge of my nose which almost into my eyes i'm like this is like an eyeball <laughs> massage anyway so i was like that's nice and she comes down and she comes down further down then goes down to my legs and i'm like oh this is nice a leg massage got a good nice foot massage too mm-hmm. and then she starts coming up my legs mm-hmm. and massaging up my leg, up my calf, up my knee, up my thigh, oh my God. and then comes back down. Okay. Up to my knee, <laughs> up to my thigh, higher up my thigh, and then back down. Higher, 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 up to my thigh. Then her finger graces my perineum. <laughs> if you don't know what a perineum, that's the medical word for the taint, the chode. <laughs> I was like, wow, there's been one person who's probably in the world who's touched that before, oh and it's God. not been this woman. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then she comes down, and then finger, gr- I'm pretty sure, graced my anus. Oh, your asshole? 
for the uninitiated, that's the medical word for the butthole. <laughs> she says, flip over. And then she starts like massaging me on the back. And that was actually very nice. Very nice. Mm-hmm. And she says, flip back over. So now I'm back on my front side. Oh God, I hope you didn't have anything happening. No, it was, it was, I, I did not find this like an arousing. Can you imagine if you turned over and it was like. Pitching a tent? Yeah. With my, my, pitching a towel? My, my hand towel? Yeah. Pitching a hand towel? Anyway, oh so. I'm crying. She's <laughs> massaging like my neck and my chest again. Okay. She's going down, mm-hmm. going down further. Fingers now under the towel. And like, I'm pretty sure she's at like at my pubic bone at this point. Jesus. And then. The, the the music, which is still playing Hits FM, by the way, now. Click. Music's off. Okay, time's up. <laughs> was she like, was so close to your downstairs. She was. And I'm pretty sure. She grazed your choda. She did, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so, like, okay, that was an interesting experience. So, anyway, I go out. And you and I come out of the rooms basically like at the same time. Do you remember my face? And the both of our faces were like this. Look, Pretend on the camera. <laughs> that's what we looked like to each other <laughs> and so then we, we we were silent yeah she goes to the pay and i give her my card and she's like oh cash only and i'm like this may not be a legitimate business <laughs> okay so that was your experience so then i was like okay well the bank we're in a, like a suburban like strip mall area mm-hmm. so there's a royal bank right down the street which is where we went for our banking yeah so i was like okay i'll just go down the street and go but to i the had ATM. to stay there so you stayed there as collateral <laughs> She put on Netflix for me. Did she she ask was me? like, what movie do you want to watch? And it was like Legally Blonde or something like that. <laughs> so I'm just sitting there in relaxation spot, like pretty sure that like, had she not thought we were 18 years old, that you would so, have had a happy so, ending. So what did she say to you? I don't remember. Okay. First of all, let's talk about your experience. Okay. Yes. You didn't hear my experience yet. Listen, I'm scarred. I remember a handful of moments because I've tried to block out the experience. <laughs> I'm that scarred. I went in. Mm-hmm. She told me to take off my clothes. I got the same dish towel. <laughs> so she comes in, turns on the radio. What was playing for you? Not Hits FM. It was K-Rock. <laughs> <laughs> it was K-Rock. K-Rock's the classic rock Classic station. rock. So yeah. I'm laying there with my face down, like thinking, okay, each song on the radio is about like three, three and a half minutes. Oh my God, you were counting the songs. I, re- I remember the how long they are from when I used to try to record my own mixtapes from the radio. So it's like, okay, three and a half minutes. So I'm like counting doing, the doing songs. Doing the math in your head. Counting the songs. And I'm like, not relaxed at all because I'm like, what the fuck? Is Chris even getting massaged right now? Because this is the same lady that met us out in the hallway. Like, what's <laughs> happening? How long is this going to be? Am I going to get violated today? Anyway, so I get my massage and everything, and um, the thing goes off, and she leaves, and she's like, okay, get dressed. I'm like, all right, cool. So I come out, and Chris goes, yeah, did she She give me a really nice foot massage, leg massage? Did she give you a foot massage? I was like, no, I left my tube socks on. <laughs> Why did you leave your socks on? <laughs> I had my socks pulled up to here, Why? and I left them on. I have no idea. And Why didn't she ask you to take them I off? I had no, because she was probably like, what is this woman doing here? <laughs> So we'll just massage Why? her. What is this woman doing here? Why is she wearing socks? socks? Just we'll massage her and like take care of the 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 boyfriend and whatever. So we go out. So she I thought digress. she thought we were eighteen because she asked me. I don't remember the exact she asked conversation. If we were students. She yeah. She asked if we were students. That's right. And I said no. I said we're whatever. And she said how old are you? And I said twenty two or however old. No, twenty four or twenty five at the time. Like. I think. 
20 uh oh it was way later it was like 2016 it was like 2015 yeah it was 2015 i told her how old we were and she was like oh i thought you guys were 18 so i was like oh my god this like the ending of this story would have been so different had she thought that i was not a minor yeah so anyway i'm just sitting there awkwardly (laughs) like watching netflix with this woman like trying to be like normal. The woman that just massaged you. Yeah, massaged me with my just tube socks pulled up. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I come back with cash. I'm literally counting. Like I'm like the whole time we've been there, I've been counting down. I've been I counting had down a, the radio. I had a pretty pleasurable massage. Like I did was, not. I mean, it could have been better. <laughs> Listen, I was waiting for you to come back. It felt like you were gone for like an hour. Finally, you I came was back. gone for like five minutes. Yeah. Okay, so you so paid. So I, I paid, and yeah. then we left. And then we kind of joked about it, like, yeah, maybe it could have been rug and tug. But still, I was thinking in my head, like, you know what? It's still, it's next to preschool. I was convinced. It's next to preschool. I knew it's it. It's in, like, a suburban thing. I was like, nah, they wouldn't have those businesses nope. around here. So anyway, so I tell a bunch of friends at work about this, and they mm-hmm. thought it was hilarious. Yeah, because and, it is funny. Yeah, and they're all like, you definitely went to a rug and tug. I'm like, nah, I don't think it was. Anyway. Yes. One morning... We woke up to a text from my aunt with a hey, news article that said, wasn't this the spa that you went to? <laughs> and it was the spa. It was and the, the spa. And the news article was head- about it being a rub and tug. Headline saying, um, local businesses perturbed because... Let me tell you what the headline was because I when I Googled for it... For adult massage parlor. And the gist of it, what, what's, the, what's the headline? Stavanger Drive Preschool closes after spa service scares off parents. <laughs> after spa service scares off parents? Is that what it said? <laughs> <laughs> so yes there was a preschool next door and that preschool shut down and the parents alleged it was because the, or the the business owners alleged it was because the parents didn't want to bring their their preschool kids let me read this to, to you. a place that was next to an adult massage parlor yeah a preschool in the east end of St. John's has closed with the owner and parents blaming the business next door. A business they say is operating an adult massage parlor. <laughs> Wait, listen to this quote. <laughs> we learned or heard that there was a business <laughs> that had some questionable business practices and we didn't feel that it was appropriate for our son anymore. So it's a shame because he really liked the teachers. <laughs> it is a shame. It really is a shame. It is. I feel yeah. really bad. Yeah. And and you know, this isn't meant to shame sex workers. No, God, and it's not no, meant not to it's and it's not meant to laugh at the fact that another business was shut down because of a dispute in I guess zoning issues. I don't know. Wait, Chris. <laughs> yes. Yes. Is the there's a screenshot from the website. Uh-huh. Is this the website that you saw? Let me see. Is this the website? Put Let it, me read you the caption that says relaxation. Put it in the show notes. Is this it? Um, yeah, I think so. Okay. It looks like it was made on like tripod.com. Our philosophy. Okay, what is your philosophy? <laughs> relaxation Spa strives to provide discreet quality massage service in St. John's. Cleanliness, security, and privacy are a priority Those in order are... to allow each customer the ultimate relaxing and sensual experience. <laughs> Our staff of clean, beautiful young girls want all of our customers to leave happy and wanting to come back soon. You read this and didn't think it was... You decided that this was a place... I thought it I thought it was just... Exactly what I thought. 
<laughs> I thought, I really truly believe I was like, you know what? This, this is, is not a repetition. <laughs> this is just a language barrier. This is just <laughs> some an immigrant owned business trying to make it and they probably relied on Google Translate or they probably relied on like There's the, no <laughs> there's no mistake for discreet quality massage service. Okay. I don't remember seeing discreet and sensual in the description, I admit. Well, it's right there with this man lying on the table with a woman massaging him. It's very, very Oh god. <laughs> standard scenario. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> so now all I can think is I'm actually crying I actually have tears <laughs> streaming down my face right now how many so you, all I hope is that oh, your masseuse and my masseuse wash their hands between clients because that's because <laughs> that's all because all I can say thinking about it she graced her chode I hope her hands I are clean I was more so thinking that she might give me pink eye when she was massaging my eyes <laughs> She literally gave me an eye massage. (laughs) Okay, anyway. (laughs) Wait, look. She said, people who work in the building told CBC that they became suspicious of the spot when they only noticed male patrons were going in. <laughs> You're probably the only female they've, they've ever had. They found advertisements for the spot on two local websites to advertise adult services. They were probably like, okay, we'll just massage this girl with her socks on because <laughs> like, we have to because she's here. Like, what does she expect? She looks like she's 12. <laughs> she may, She's probably got a sock fetish or something. Oh, my God, uh, Chris. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> oh. bottom line was I didn't. Yeah, no, ca- no, no cat with no cash register or computer. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. Anyway, I have no regrets. I mean, it was it, it made for a fantastic story. Zero regrets. Ever since then, your um, spa picking privileges have been revoked, or at least if you pick one, I have to go look at the reviews and make sure that it's not a rub and tug. Make sure that it's a lo- legitimate spa. <laughs> Because we've gone to quite a few spas since you we took have. me to the rub and tug. True. Yeah. But, oh, my God, I'll never forget, like, waking up to that text. It was like, wasn't this the spa, the spa you guys- that you guys went to? And it was like a link to the CBC article. <laughs> it was like, preschool closes because of discreet <laughs> massage parlor. <laughs> oh, my God, guys. Well, anyway, I hope you enjoyed that story and it wasn't too inappropriate for you. But I felt like we just had to share it because it was the perfect ending story to our relationship. Um, podcast because it's some <laughs> massages are something we like to do and that was definitely one for the books <laughs> yeah and i enjoyed myself during that massage yeah, i, I bet say. you did you'll i ne- didn't you'll never know if i got a happy ending or not well i hope you did because <laughs> cash only and it wasn't worth it for you <laughs> no. rock music talk dirty to me talk dirty to me every time i hear that song I just, <laughs> every I, time I think of it too. every time all right, all right. With well said. with that said we're gonna end it here guys thank you so much to those of you guys who um sent us your audio questions really appreciate you taking the time to do that uh always great to interact with you guys in that way and if you're watching us on youtube hit the subscribe button because guess what it's really weird to start a youtube channel from scratch because you can't get a custom name and there's all sorts of things that you can't do so please subscribe so we can get our custom url mm-hmm my mouth i need like water so bad um other than that thank you guys so much for listening we'll see you guys in the next one bye bye